Welcome to Wine Not, a podcast by SA Winos for our monthly wine club members. I'd like to welcome my co-host, Francois, one of the frequent faces you see at the SA Winos warehouse located in South Austin. Hey, Brian, I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm excited to uh, kick off this new podcast for SA Wino members uh, for everyone to drink along with their monthly wine club subscription. Yeah, we're really excited about it. This is something that we've been talking about doing. I know between you and I for, man, it's got to be going on three to four months now when we we finally got around to doing it. And really the intent here is to um, provide a platform for our members to be able to. So one of the good things about the tasting experiences out at the warehouse is we like to give you a little bit of info about where this wine comes from and uh, what sorts of history are are behind some of these vineyards and some of these uh, varietals uh, from South Africa, right? So sometimes we have some unique varietals in the case of Pinotage, which we'll get into later. Um, Other times we've got a unique history with a certain varietal, which actually in this podcast, we're going to be talking about Chenin Blanc as well. So, um, you know, the intent here is to really provide people that level of um, interesting factoids that you can uh, drink along with, uh, but also give you our honest opinions about the wines that we're tasting. And uh, we're people who believe that South African wines are great. And we want to share them with you and give you an easy platform to share them with your friends and share some of the interesting facts that, you know, come along with them. So we're very excited about this series. We are excited indeed. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, we're, uh, Francois, as he stated, we're going to be drinking along and, and going through some of our tasting notes. And uh, this season uh, of, of the podcast, we actually are joined by Christina as well. Christina will be drinking along with us and, and sharing her perspective and her tasting notes with each of the wines this month. Um, thank you guys for having me on. Francois, do you want to tell us where we're going to be drinking tonight? Yeah, so tonight we're going to go to the Robertson Valley. Um, that's, again, most most of our wine region is in the Western Cape. Today's vineyard is Van Leeuwen. So the Van Leeuwen estate is historically been in that valley. Well, the land's been there forever, obviously, but producing wine in the current state since uh 1987 86 so really 87 yeah um so prior to you know producing the wines that you know today uh this estate was kind of mainly doing bulk wine sales uh, a lot of brandy so some of the shenan vines that you get which is again this first wine that we're going to be tasting it very kind of old dated shenan they not in this bottle but in other bottles from van lewifren you'll find a little bit of an older um, an older vine. So um, with all that being said, it's definitely, you know, one of our proudest kind of jewels in our portfolio. We enjoy the Van Leeuwen, uh wines. We don't really think they have a bad wine. For those of you who have been to the warehouse, um, they're the ones who have the <clears throat> the Christina range, the Rosé and the um, Cape Classic. Both of those are champagne style um, brutes, uh, Method Cape Classic is essentially the exact same method that they use in Champagne. They're, you know, produced in South Africa. So really good value wines. Brian, I think you have a little bit of facts about the particular range that we're going to be tasting tonight. Yes. So uh, these wines are all from, uh, they're all Rhino Run Organic Wines. And very unique name for a very unique reason. So uh, Rhino Run is actually the organic wine maker's uh, line. 
that actually gives back to saving rhinos. So they donate portions of their profits um, to various organizations in South Africa to protect the both, both the white and black rhinos. Yeah, they're two of only five rhino species left. The black rhino is listed as critically endangered and the white rhino is as near threatened. Um, and of, of course, these rhinos are being threatened uh, by poaching, slaughtering, and uh, just n- neglect in general. So uh, Rhino Run uh, has decided to help by educating people in South Africa, getting them on board with the protection and conservation of these wonderful creatures. The Chenin Blanc that we're drinking on this episode is uh, an homage to the white rhino, a.k.a. the second largest land mammal on Earth. So, fun factoid for the podcast, Francois. Yeah, no, you know, it's interesting because when when we decided to carry this range, uh, we, we started getting a lot of requests for organic wines. And, you know, organic winemaking is a very tedious process. Uh, you actually have to get to the root of why um, certain pesticides and fungicides appear in your vineyard. You can't just solve it with, um, you know, copper or zinc or whatever, um, you know, other herbicides you can toss out there. So um, we were excited to carry it. Uh, it does come with its own risks to the winemaker. So if anything happens, you can very quickly dump an entire batch. Luckily, Van Leuven is very good at making their organic range. Um, specifically, Chenin Blanc, um, you know, want to kind of give a couple factoids about Chenin um, in general. So Chenin is a, is a grape that's normally used for brandy. Um, it's something that you don't normally up until kind of the late 1900s see anybody trying to make real wine out of um it used to be picked uh, with quite high residual sugars because they knew it was going to be turned into brandy so um <clears throat> this specific shenan uh is 100 shenan again it says so on the bottle uh in south african wines if it has a a varietal listed it has to be 100 that varietal um, otherwise it has to be a blend and you've got to state on the back what that blend percentage is um, so you'll always know what you're drinking um the uh, tons per acre, which is something that people normally skip over when they kind of think about wine. Um, this is 11 tons per hectare, which kind of translates into right around that three to four ton um, uh, ton per acre uh, number, which is quite low. Um, that's a lot lower than most of your um, bulk grown wines. Um, so this is a responsibly grown wine. Um, you have to kind of when you're doing organic because you can't add any um you know, you, you run the risk of kind of drawing um, disease if you over overplant. Um, <clears throat> last thing about this, it's it's got a maturation potential, and it's kind of this way for most South African white wines because they're a little bit more high uh, or a little bit higher in acidity. Um, they can all mature for about two to three years, so you don't have to worry about drinking the current year. It's not going to go bad. Um, you can wait just a little bit. Um, leave that in your fridge. If you can't finish, you know, the six pack that you bought or whatever, you don't have to finish it right away. Um, or if you see a six pack out there and it's a year post date, you're fine. Uh, you can drink in 2021 and 2022. Um, as far as any aging on this, this spent five, five months, uh, with French Oak staves. So, um, it is fermented, uh, and matured in steel cask. Uh, and then, you know, they, they toss those staves in there to give it a little bit of oakiness, but, Overall, you know, I've had this before, not overly oaky. Um, and uh, just kind of a lightly wooded, medium body dry white wine. 
Um, according to the tasting notes, it should get some floral notes, flora, uh, peach aromas, um, and that floral note should kind of stick on your palate. But, you know, those are just tasting notes. So why don't we get to tasting it? Yeah, yeah let's absolutely get into tasting what uh, we pick up out of this bottle. Um, Christina, let's hear from you. Um, kind of let us know what we're what what you're smelling, what you're tasting, and uh, maybe maybe we do a food a food idea with each one of each one of our uh, tastings. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh boy, thanks, Brian. Um, thank you guys for having me on for this part. This is my favorite um, part to be on in terms of a podcast for the tasting. Um, all right, so I know that according to the tasting notes, it's supposed to be really floral forward. Um, and I, I smell the floral. I taste it a little bit less. I do appreciate the steel kind of from, I think Francois said it was aged in steel. So I do pick up on the steel. Um, and I think it's kind of fruity, but not sweet. I actually really like this wine. That's me. That's my two cents. I'd drink it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. When, yeah. When you say uh, like floral, like I get that big time, but I don't taste it. Like you said, it, it sometimes when I taste floral, it's almost like perfumey, uh, like tasting mm-hmm. or like chemically. And I'm not getting that. Uh, what I'm getting like in, in the aroma is like mangoes, but like fun, like bright, bright mangoes mixed with like bright citrus. Um, and then the, the taste is very, very dry. It goes away off the palate very quickly and like, I'm ready to take another sip. Um, I asked my wife about this earlier and her exact quote was, this is a poolside wine that I want to be drinking in the summer all summer long. Uh, and I agree. I mean, I think that would be the perfect location to have that wine. Uh, but I can also see it going really well with some like grilled fish. Um, a little bit of lemon juice on the, on top. Oh my God. Yeah. It would be, yeah. Great. I mean, if you're talking a wine under $20 in the summer, this is it. Like, this is absolutely it. It's to your point. It's just so crisp, mm-hmm. right? Like just so crisp. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think I agree with both of your tasting notes. It's, it's definitely, you smell flora. I smell tropical fruit as well. Um, it's unlike some of the other Shenans because you can sometimes get a lot of like lemongrass with the the Shenan. I don't get any of that. Yeah, I got like it was peaking. It was like lemongrass was around there, but then I was like, no, nah, I think it's just citrus, honestly. Yeah, it's no, very, and I mean, tasting good. wise, a lot of citrus. Um, just really, I mean, it's well balanced. It's, it's a good Shenan Blanc. It's whether or not it makes a difference that it's organic flavor wise, I, I don't know. I've never really been able to taste the differences between an organic versus non organic. But, um, you know, knowing it goes towards the white rhino makes you feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every, every sip. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Francois, I would say this was a, a big win for me. Really enjoyed this wine. Um, it sounds like Christina also very much enjoyed the wine. Yeah, I would say a big one for me. I do tend to like um, kind of a buttery flavor on my white wines. And I'm not getting that from this one, but it's – I agree with uh, – your wife, um, that it would be a nice little poolside, crisp, hot summer day kind of wine. Absolutely. I listen, any, any, any wine that I could drink outdoors in Texas, 
and during the summer and be okay. Like that's, that's high praise. So. Yep. Okay. So, um, that'll wrap it for the Shannon. I'd highly recommend if you, um, and we'll, we'll put this in the podcast notes before you even, you know, start hearing this. So always look out for kind of any pre prep things in there. Um, this wine has got to be, I mean, ice cold. Uh, you want to always serve your Shenans, your Sauv Blancs, South African uh, whites, very cold. They are a little bit higher in acidity than your normal whites, much more like French than, than your Napa whites. Um, getting them real nice and cold, you know, kind of balances that acidity with the flavors. Um, so uh, I did let Brian know, put this in the freezer for a little bit right before, you know, <laughs> make sure it gets nice and cold. Um, so really, that's the only prerequisite here this last two years. Um, with all that being said, if you are not a part of the SA Winos Wine Club um, and you've listened this far, uh, thank you. Um, we would love to have you as a member. So uh, if you do sign up with us, uh, we've got three, um, six and 12 bottle memberships available. Uh, they are either monthly, um, by, uh, semi-monthly or quarterly. Um, shipping is free. Uh, we do have a wine club specifically for Texas members and then uh, a wine club for the rest of the U.S. The only difference there is shipping is a little bit more for the rest of the U.S. We do have to up the price a little bit. Um, quality of the wine is going to be the same. The value is going to be the same. Um, it's just a little bit cheaper for us to ship in Texas so we can give them a little bit of a discount um, since we're located in Austin. Um, other than that, Brian, Christina, uh, thank you for joining. Uh, it was really great tasting the Chenin Blanc with you and we'll uh, move on to the Pinotage on the next episode. <laughs>